coverage of the Macworld Expo for the MyMac Podcast is sponsored by Otherworld Computing. Find them at MacSales.com or call them at 1-800-275-4576. You're listening to another great podcast on the Stoplight Network. My Mac Podcast, Mac World Expo, Day One. You're listening to the G-Men on the MyMac.com podcast. Okay, here we are at the Mac World Expo. This is actually the opening day for it, um, and I'm here with Elisa Paselli and. Vicky Stokes. How you, are you guys doing okay? You make it through the day all right? We're exhausted. Yeah. Yeah, me too. A little closer to the microphone, please. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, very good. Very good. Now, uh, I don't think any of us went to the keynote this morning. No. No, I haven't sat in on any of the sessions. I haven't had the time. No. That, well, well, was, were the sessions included if, with the media pass? Because yeah, I, I know I didn't, I didn't go in. I didn't. The forty-five, the forty-five-minute sessions. Those, you know. Those, oh, okay. Those, okay. those sessions. Not the Mac IT, I don't think. No, not the Mac IT. Just the. Oh. Okay. Well, what's what's your initial impressions of uh, of the show so far? Mm, I'm not very impressed. Really. I haven't seen anything I haven't seen earlier. I went, I went to CES, so I've seen quite a bit of this stuff already. Oh, oh, you got to yeah. go to CES. Oh, that's I right. Worked, You're here. I the... worked CES. I didn't mm, really I see. Go. I see. It's it's smaller than it was last year. Yeah. There's less yeah. vendors. Well, do you think that could be because it's been, it's been moved from mm. the Moscone West, or it, do you think there's less vendors? I don't know. It could have been that they moved it to March. You know? There, it could be so many different yeah, things. Yeah. Well... I'm and just I did, happy to be here. And I did, notice, <laughs> really I did notice there were some vendors here last year that are not making a presence here today, this week. Right, yeah. Um, again, no idea why. Is it money? Is it conflict because they had other things on their schedule? We don't know. No, no, we don't. Uh, but there's still a lot of stuff out there. Yeah. And um, uh, once again, you know, from – because. I mean, I was so busy today that I basically went out onto the, the expo floor, I think, like twice, very, very briefly. So tomorrow is going to be like my big floor day. Me too. Where I go out and, and start talking to people and talking to some of the vendors. And uh, I did see some stuff out there that uh, that looked kind of cool. There was this one, and you know, I almost hate to bring it up because it's a case. <laughs> it's, it was a case that had like all these little these little like techie tools built I into it. I saw that. Yes, mm-hmm. I saw that. And I, I asked the guy, I, I said, well, you know, what happens when you, you're going through the airport and you hit, uh, you hit the TSA? He says, oh, it's all been TSA approved. Well, I'm going to see if he'll, uh, if he'll like, let me have one of those to try it out. I need, I need an iPhone 5 case anyway mm-hmm. because instead of an iPhone 5 case, I brought an iPhone 4 case. <laughs> I don't know why. That's not going to help. Yeah, it's... And then, of course, there was the whole thing where, you know, like we were here yesterday and I was trying to show the whole podcast and set up and I didn't bring the, the USB connection kit. So we come here this morning and lo and behold, I had the connection kit. I actually sh- I was so proud of myself. I had the connection kit. I showed it to everybody. Look, I got the connection kit. And then I forgot a cable that I needed to do something with OWC. So I had to rush <laughs> back to the hotel at uh, what time was that? Like 10 o'clock? Yeah, it was about ten before yeah. before I went to the the perils of being a Florida blonde. Yeah, yeah. Well, and it, it could be worse. I could be I could be like a Florida blonde that still had hair. <laughs> actually, that wouldn't be. Worse. Like, How would that, that be worse? Be worse. <laughs> <laughs> that would actually make me really happy to have hair again. But uh, you know, I I think um, uh, the 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 show floor I I think is going to kind of speak for itself tomorrow. I'm looking forward to going over to uh, what Dave Hamilton calls Tiny Town, some of the smaller developers, uh, which which still have a big presence. I noticed there was a lot of people mm-hmm. in that area looking at some of the smaller apps. Yep. Yep. Well, there's one that you will be playing the interview. I don't think this time. I think in a future podcast called Everweb, yeah. which looked interesting. It's sort of like. Mm-hmm. Rapid Weaver, but better. 
Yeah, you know, I and I'm I going to be to doing yeah, year. I'm going to be doing a yeah. review yeah. Uh, of that particular yeah. software for my oh, Mac. Oh, you are? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, then you talk to them. Yeah, but I because talk to that's them. that's more, that's yeah. more of a um, yeah. like a, a better version of iWeb. Yeah, it is. It yeah. Because yeah. I, I played around with the software a little bit, mm-hmm. and it really does remind me of iWeb. I, I think it's got some Im- improvements in that. Uh, one of my one of my problems with iWeb was it was so difficult to make a template, yep. so that every page, at least the you know the the pieces that you want to mm-hmm. have on every page, would all be there. But as I understand it, EverWeb doesn't have that problem. Yeah. You can correct. Actually make yeah, he templates. was. Yeah, that's what he was telling me today. That you can mm-hmm. make a template so that if you want your header and your footer to stay the same on every page and the information in between to be different, you can. Yeah. yeah, so yeah. I, I'm yeah I'm looking forward to see what they do. Yeah. Uh, I'll stay away. I'll, I'll let you. Uh... Oh, you can still talk to them. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I just no, keep... but I did I did an interview. So in the next you know day or two, when you put up some more podcasts, you'll yeah. hear that interview with with uh, Everweb. And uh, I think um, I think we're all kind of looking forward to see what's going on tomorrow. Now tomorrow will also be the start of the parties. Yeah. There's uh, there's a party that I got in trouble for mentioning on an earlier podcast, so I won't mention it here. And uh, of course, there's the uh, the big 11th anniversary of the uh, Cirque du Mac party with the Mac All Star Band, mm-hmm. yeah. and that's always always a good time. If you ever get a chance to go to the Mac World Expo, the Cirque du Mac party has to be on your list to to go because it's it's just amazing. Uh, one thing I did notice is that uh, usually on the the first full day of the expo, they used to have the the Mac Blast party. Mm-hmm. Well, that's now kaput. <laughs> right. Yeah. The East no Mac Blast party. <laughs> no. <laughs> I was surprised, to be honest, that the Cirque du Mac last year, how good they were. They were oh, professional. Yeah, yeah. They and, were good. You know, and they only get together. That one yeah. time before the party, right? I th- to kind of work out a set list. Yeah. And what did they say that they kind of practice through Skype a little bit? Yeah. 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 And they each take turns being like the leader yes. of mm-hmm. the band, and you know whoever it is that that's going to determine. Chris what Breen songs is doing it this year. Yeah. 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 So yeah, they're good. Mm-hmm. And and the fact that uh, it's a, a it's a free open bar does not hurt in the slightest. Not at all. And if it's like last year, it was wall-to-wall people. Yep, yep. Yeah, and the other kind of cool thing they have at the Cirque du Mac party, they have, like, performers. There yeah, was, yes, there was, that's right. That's there was right. a girl that was, like, twirling. Mm-hmm. And ribbon, on a, this, like, ribbon. Yes, like an act, yeah. yeah. Like a trapeze kind yeah. of a thing with yeah, the ribbons. Cirque they had, they had like, a, <laughs> a, not a tattoo, yeah. but, like, a face-painting little mm-hmm. thing, and they had somebody that was giving massages. Mm-hmm. Uh, which I did not avail avail myself to. <laughs> oh, if I'd known. I didn't and know I that. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's just it's just Maybe such you a went to time. a different party. <laughs> well, it would not surprise me in the least. I I have been known to uh, go in one direction and end up in an entirely different, different area altogether. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was fun. I, I enjoyed it. Yeah, it was like almost like uh, Circus Soleil. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I think that was kind of what it was, it was you know, themed, mm, themed on. Themed on, yeah. Yeah. So we're all looking forward to that. Uh, also, I'm going to be uh, one of the bouncers. Oh, I've, okay. I just wasn't supposed to mention that. I'm, I'm going to be a bouncer at a party that I will not mention, uh, along with uh, Julie Cool and... Uh, She's going to be a bouncer, too? She was a bouncer last yeah, year. Yeah, she was now, a bouncer now, last Barry year. Now, Barry Falk and... Um, oh, God, I'm blanking on his name. I was can't. it Bart? No, it wasn't Bart Bouchotts. It was... Um, Paul. Oh, Paul Shadwell. Pa- thank you, Paul <laughs> Shadwell. Both he and Barry came in like black suits, mm-hmm. and Julie came in like biker garb. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I felt so inadequate because all I had was a black T-shirt that said Max Security. And it was like, <laughs> there I am. So sad. Uh, but this year, I actually designed the the T-shirts. Oh, really? Or the logo for the T-shirts mm-hmm. that uh, all this, all the all the security people will be wearing mm-hmm. at this unnamed party that okay. I won't mention <laughs> again. So I, I'm looking forward to all that. And then, of course, uh, there's the last day of the expo, which is always kind of sad. Now, are either one of you coming in here on the last day? No. No. All right, I'll have to figure out yeah. what I'm going to do as far yeah. as a podcast goes. I, but, have a, uh, I have a plane to catch. I will be here. I will be f- holding out until the last minute. Yeah. Uh, I have the, the red-eye flight 
going back to Ohio, uh, I think it leaves like at 1030 in the evening mm. on Saturday night, which will get me back to Ohio sometime Sunday morning. Mm. And, of course, then there's always, you know, that, that long six- to eight-hour drive that I have yet to be able to complete on Sunday. No. And I, I plan was, on sleeping all day Sunday. No, I, 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 was, telling, I was telling Tracy, um, you know what, I'm not going to do the whole Ohio yeah. thing anymore. I'm just going to go ahead and fly out of D.C. because I, mm. I'm, I just can't handle it. Yeah. It's, so uh, you're not going to sleep? You're just going to get off the plane and then drive? Well, yeah, but I don't typically go very far okay. before I find myself like a hotel. You know, and, and you just can't do that behind the wheel of a, a two-ton car. It's just, no. it's just not a good idea. No. So, but the, the Macworld Expo, we're, we're, we're all having a lot of fun. We had breakfast at Mel's this morning, which is kind of the unofficial mm-hmm. My Mac restaurant of choice for breakfast anyway. Um, I had a delicious salad. <laughs> <laughs> What a wonderful yeah, lunch. I had a side salad, so I'm safe. Well, it was it was um, it was expensive too. So yeah, it's food. Nice to, it's nice to know that I paid as much as I did for how much I paid for it later. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And you think that I would have been sick because I had the hot dog? Yeah, really. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You, yeah you think you think? Oh, I'll, I'll just have a salad. I'm safe with the salad. Yeah. 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 One drawback of San Francisco is the food is ridiculously expensive. expensive. Yeah. Well, yeah, but at the same time, we're here at the Moscone Center. Well, not just here, just at a restaurant, at a you know, at a, anywhere. It's everything is very mm-hmm. expensive. Yeah, yeah. Yep, but uh, it's uh, uh, if they have it next year, I'll be here. Yeah, I'll come. I'll come as as long as I can still afford it, and and you know, I can I can force my wife to let me go. <laughs> oh, sorry, that my wife lets me go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We can tell who runs the house. Anyway, so I think we're going to kind of just let it let it go with that. Uh, I'm, I'm just glad the two of you are here. And, yeah, we're uh, happy to be here. We actually have a pretty good turnout for, for my Mac people this yeah, year. We did. Besides mm-hmm. uh, Vicky, Elisa, and myself, there's also uh, Kirk Blanchard. There's uh, Julie Cool, who's sort of with us this yeah. year. Yeah. And uh, Owen Rubin showed up this morning. Mm-hmm. Um, I wasn't able to talk to him very much because I was in the middle of doing something else. Mark. But it's just great. Oh, oh, yeah, Mark, Mark, Mark Rudd. Rudd. What was I thinking? Yeah, yep. Mark Rudd and his son and showed his son, up. Yep. Yeah. And uh, they actually switched hotels to the hotel that I'm staying oh, at. They did? Oh, they finally got the reservation. I, well, that's what he was working on yeah. uh, when when I uh, when I left to I don't know go do whatever it was I was going to do. Yeah. So uh, I don't know if if you know the, the hotel they're in must be really bad <laughs> if they're going to the hotel that I'm staying in. Yeah. Though I will say one thing for the hotel that I'm staying in, their Wi-Fi is remarkably good. Wow. Which is just the opposite of the hotel Vicky and I are staying in, mm-hmm. which is horrendous. Yeah. Really? Horrendous. Yeah. This hotel, which is like in a terrible part of town, the one that I'm in, uh, probably has the best Wi-Fi that I've experienced <laughs> at a hotel in the eight years that I've been coming here. Maybe their client, their normal clientele, doesn't know anything about streaming. <laughs> well, either they, either that, or they need that Wi-Fi for other reasons. But we won't even go into <laughs> yeah, that. No. Uh, I'd like to thank everyone who's been downloading the uh, the, the MyMac podcast. I forgot to mention this uh, in, in the last in the uh, the last show. We really, really do appreciate that you download not only the MyMac podcast, but the Three Geeky Ladies podcast and all of the other great podcasts that you'll find on the Stoplight Network. And don't forget the, the, the 500th episode of the MyMac podcast will be coming up uh, after I get back from Macworld. And I'm hoping to be able to get uh, uh, Tim and Chad, who were the ones that started the MyMac podcast, uh, Chris Siebold and uh, David David Cohen, and so many of the other people that have been involved in, in making the the MyMac podcast what it is today. Yeah. I'm sorry, making the MyMac podcast what it used to be before Gaz and I took it over. You screwed it up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> totally. <laughs> so uh, everyone, there will be. Uh, there's more coming up. I have another interview with Larry O'Connor O'Connell O'Connor from Otherworld Computing. <laughs> He hasn't started drinking yet. Yes. No, not uh, not even, not even. But I, I, I will probably do better later once I do get a couple of drinks in me. And of course, there will be plenty of interviews from uh, from some of the various vendors, uh, from all of the MyMac staff. And I will, all I can, the only other thing I, thing I can say is, uh, Vicky, you want to take us out? Do you know what we say at the end of a segment? Stand by to stand by. And. Mm-hmm.
from Other World Computing that you can find them at maxsales.com, 1-800-475. No, I'm, I'm messing that up. What's that number, Larry? 1-800-275-4576. 275-4576. Usually when I'm, when I'm doing the, the podcast with Gaz, I've got like multiple screens all over the place and I've got all this information handy. Uh, but when you're, when you're doing this stuff on, on a single device like an iPad, yeah, you, you can't always jump around like, like you'd want to. So uh, what is it that you want to talk about this time, Larry? Yeah, we talked about upgrading in general on the, the last, uh, as I yesterday, and uh, perhaps uh, today we touch a little more detail on the Mac Pro. We really didn't talk about the Mac Pro Ooh. and its upgrade capabilities. And go into some Thunderbolt. You know, we've been putting out some pretty good Thunderbolt uh, product. If I, you say so myself. Certainly uh, it was a long time coming, and we appreciate people's patience in terms of you know that whole pipeline but you know we're really excited you know, to be you know, rolling out this thunderbolt product and you know, there's you know quite a quite a future ahead for thunderbolt to say the least yeah well, i sure hope so now i've only seen one mac pro uh in the wild and you know it, it was almost like they had to have a bouncer and, and a big uh, big gate around it so that people wouldn't come up and, and touch it too much but i mean i just looked at that and it was like oh i want a new mac pro so bad and it's always a question of want versus need so the uh the mac pro i currently have is fine so and and as a matter of fact it has been upgraded with uh with memory from owc uh my backup solutions for for uh for both that computer and itunes are owc solutions with um uh, one is a firewire uh multi multi multi-bay enclosure and the other one is a USB two multi bay enclosure, and they both just they both just work. As a matter of fact, I had bought a, a USB two dual bay uh, enclosure from I don't even remember who it was from. And when my iTunes collection grew larger than the drives that I had in it, I you know I bought some bare drives and put it in, and uh uh-uh, uh it didn't work. So what did I do? I called, and this is a true story. I'm not making this up. I called. Uh, Max, or I called Otherworld Computing, and I talked to uh, to Tim, who was who's one of your uh, one of your guys there, and he walked me through the process of getting exactly what it was I needed, which was the uh, Mercury. I think it was a Mercury enclosure that had a dual bay Mercury enclosure that could take up to four sure. terabyte drives. Yep, update. Yeah, currently up to eight terabyte total, and about to be. Uh, we're about to officially release certification. Uh, kick it up another fifty uh, percent. Yep. And uh, so, uh, but about the new Mac Pro. Now, you guys, you guys have some of those there, right? No, I would say we have a, a few of them around. <laughs> at least it's a. So it's a very capable machine, and you know, we're really excited to be uh, doing development work both for it and on it. And I'd say, I guess I'd take a step back to, uh, in terms of your, your feedback on Tim, you know, our entire team is here uh, at the support, you know, our, our customers. I mean, that's, you know, I think as you've noted before, before as well as, uh, you know, well after a sale. I mean, it's one thing to have great upgrades. It's another thing to make sure that those upgrades get put into use. Yep. And, you know, between the online videos and, you know, the support team that we have at OWC, it's, it is our mission to make sure that, you know, people don't just get that hardware that you know, can make their systems great but that it gets put to use and isn't on a shelf and that, you know, the full benefit is absolutely uh, received from that that product. And the other side of the coin, it's also with anybody uh, you talk to at OWC. I mean, they're there to match you up with the right solution, not just to try to sell you something. I mean, we want you to, I mean, we're Mac users. We're you know, passionate about, you know, uh, these systems, our products, you know, what you can do uh, you know, with a little bit of little bit of help. And, I mean, they're here to make sure you get what you need and not necessarily just know what you want or what you know somebody uh, you know thinks they should be selling that thing I mean, that's just not how we operate right well that's and what that's why you the, guys uh, get that's why you guys have uh, such a high customer satisfaction rating and we every day i mean that's you know our customers are why we're here and uh, you know, we're glad to uh, glad to be here uh, for all of them and, and everyone so 
that, that is something we do not forget. And yep. In any event, on the uh, the macro, uh, the 2013, uh, it's again, it's a fantastic machine. And we're, you know, we were very excited to, you know, we've been working on it for a while, and we kind of take our time and stuff. Maybe we took more time than we should have in terms of uh, our own timing with this, but we are pleased to, you know, recently put out the 128 gigabyte uh, upgrade kits for those machines, which allow you to have double the memory you could in the factory. Wow. A lot of people, uh, well, a lot of people, Scott, we've, we've been shipping one. We were the first to uh, provide the 128 gig uh, option for the 2009 to 2012, I'm sorry, 2012 Mac Pros as well. Now, those originally were, uh, so actually originally were 32 gig, and we moved to 64 gig before, i to say, uh, 128 was then available. And it was interesting for some customers to have a brand new 2013 Mac Pro coming in, find it only has four memory slots and an initial restriction of only 64 gig. And I guess going back uh, to the 2009 to 2012 for the last you know, three years, you know, we've supported 128 in those machines. And we compare it even a 2009 to the 2013. Before you know, I had to say dismissing the uh, you know, these older systems. You really got to take a look at what you can you can still do with a uh, what is now a five year old almost a five year old machine. Yeah, well, that's how a, old my Mac card. Pro is. Well, I'll tell you what that 2009 Mac Pro with that Neelyham processor, you drop a a Sapphire video card, and this is a Mac Edition card, so it's fully supported. There's no you don't say, have to flash it or anything, right? There's no flashing. It's you know it boots. You know, the Apple logo comes up. You know it's. Fully supported. There's no quirks or bugs or, I say, uh, surprises that, that come with the card because it's it's a certified product, you know, fully licensed for uh, Apple. Which I'm not going to go into the. It is a little frustrating that we don't have more video card options, but nonetheless, this is an, a, a very powerful Apple-approved, you know, a video card for the Mac Pro. And between that video card, you know, having the memory that you uh, need for your applications, and our Excelsior SSD. Those three things in combination, which you can upgrade into your into your system for you know, well, well under a thousand dollars, you know, if you, even if you did all at once, to have enabled a 2009 Mac Pro to outperform for some Photoshop tasks, a brand new 2013 Mac Pro. And yeah, and you can pick up those older Mac Pros for oh my, for like well under fifteen hundred dollars. Yeah, even closer to it. You know, there's a lot of that. Again, it's unbelievable how many systems out there being sold as base. And typically, you know, right around a thousand, yeah, between a yeah. thousand and fifteen hundred is is pretty typical. And we as long as, long as you have the Mac Pro version three point one, you can you can use Lion, Mountain Lion, or Mavericks and get all the benefits of the the newer operating system. The older Mac Pros, the one point ones and the two point ones, uh, can't can't go beyond uh, Snow. I think it's Snow Leopard. But all the, the three the three point ones and on. Uh, can can go. All, I mean, because I have a three point one, and it goes. It, you know, I've got it on Mavericks, and, and it, it's just it, it's an amazing machine. I love it. I'll tell you, with the stock video card and you know, and stock everything, it's you know, a cast is typically close to forty forty five seconds with Photoshop, and that's before other upgrades. You know, with the, with these three upgrades I mentioned, suddenly it drops down to being completing less than three point four seconds. Yep. And the same particular example task is three point five seconds. On a 2013 Mac Pro, so it's if you look at your, I mean, the, the bottom line is the new machines that Apple is shipping today. If, if there is one thing that's for sure, their base configuration is a lot more powerful, has a lot more benefits than the base configuration of the systems that have been shipped in the past. But if you do anything to bring up, you know, an existing Mac Pro, a prior model, prior model Mac Pro, you know, into equivalency, you know, with an SSD, adding a little more memory. You know, these machines ship with as little as three gigabytes, and it's amazing how many of those are still out there with just three gigabytes. Yep. You know, you don't need to buy a brand new Mac Pro to go from three to twelve gigs. You don't need to buy a new Mac Pro to to go from your hard drive to an SSD. You can put more memory in these machines. You can put an SSD in these machines. You can add. You can update the video. I mean, they have PCIe slots, which is a beautiful thing. Upgrading the the video from that, upgrading your GPU, which is a, makes a tremendous difference for Photoshop, for Final Cut Pro, you know, any of these uh, graphics intensive applications. It is unbelievably shocking and, and and just impressive how a five year old machine can compete very comfortably with a lot of the tasks that you know customers are buying you know, a brand new Mac Pro for. Now, 4K video and high end video work, there's no question. These new machines are in their tops. I mean, they are incredible. You know, performance 
and providing beast, and they're in a very beautiful package. But if you're sitting with a Mac Pro that's that's got a single hard drive in it and you know not enough memory perhaps, and and its original uh, and its original uh, GP uh, video card, you know, for less than a thousand dollars you can easily upgrade memory, drive, and GPU, and that's a third of buying. That's that's less than a third of what the cost of a brand new one is. A yeah. base machine is brand new going to cost. And then everything, that's the other thing, everything you already have, it continues to work. It just suddenly works amazingly so, faster. So much faster. And I'm going to go out on a limb, Hillary, and, and guess that Otherworld Computing at MaxSales.com has all of these upgrades that we've just been talking about. I just lost you there. Oh, I was, I was, I was, I was, making, I was making a joke that, uh, that all these upgrades that we're talking about, Otherworld Computing <laughs> has them. And you can find them at maxsales.com, or, or just go to their you know go to their website, find your machine, find those upgrades, and they're all there at at the, the industry standard, reasonable reasonable prices. We do, and you know, the the beautiful uh, thing you know, we believe in this product, and you know, we obviously promote this product, and you know, we also put thirty days on on, on the uh, on the products that we're offering. So if it doesn't work out for you, you change your mind. You know, it's very easy to return these kinds of upgrades, at least uh, certainly to OWC. And the, the real good news for us is, you know, this is the type of, I mean, any of these, any one of those three pieces, these are the kind of upgrades, once you've installed, once you've experienced the difference that it makes, you just can't give it up. I mean, it's yep. going from dial-up to DSL, DSL to super broadband. Once you get a taste of that, that performance, you know, you may, maybe after a few days, you're no longer you know, noticing you know, how big a difference it was. As soon as you pull it out... You know, you're quickly reminded, and there's no, there's just no going back. And the other thing, now, the other thing to remember is that uh, not only uh, can you buy it directly from OWC, uh, but if if you know, like, there's there's been so much talk these days about uh, hackers getting credit cards from from various vendors and all the rest of that. If you aren't comfortable with giving OWC your credit card, they have also partnered up with Amazon, so you can use your existing Amazon account to buy products directly from OWC. I just thought I'd bring that up real quick. Yeah, certainly Amazon, you know, we accept PayPal. You know, our product is also available uh, today from you know, a, a lot of other uh, uh, say online uh, e-tailers and, and brick and mortar too. So, uh, in fact, if you're, you're local, if there's a, a local dealer that you enjoy uh, you know, the support from, you know, we absolutely encourage you to, to support that dealer. And you know, if they don't sell our product, well, certainly ask them, uh, ask them to give us a call because we're happy <laughs> to support them as a reseller. Now, uh, you've got some new products that, that take advantage of Thunderbolt as well. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. It's been a long time coming, and this is definitely, uh, in the last few months, I've you know, seen some good emergence from our Thunderbolt pipeline, and we have, uh, we have a, a very strong, uh, how to say, uh, Thunderbolt pipeline, to say the least, and this is just the beginning, but... We have a. Uh, our, we just started shipping our first bus-powered portable on-the-go Thunderbolt, which, you know, quite frankly, is an extension of a product that's been successful and, and great quality, great uh, reliability, and then been shipping now for, you know, going on 14 years. It's our longest, uh, one of our longest, uh, lived uh, the portable designs. We also have what was uh, actually, and I believe still is, the first. And, and potentially only two bay three and a half inch uh, Thunderbolt solution, which supports hardware rates. You can do a, a RAID zero, RAID one, do for backing up, or independent modes. You can use each of the drives independently. Now, the, this product has USB three as well as Thunderbolt, so you can connect it to any Mac with USB three, USB two, connect it to a PC as well, or take advantage of Thunderbolt on Thunderbolt equipped Macs. And one of our most popular new entries has been our Thunder Bay. Uh, Thunder Bay 4, actually, which is a four-bay Thunderbolt solution that gives you the, the option to uh, use each of the drives independently or set up multiple uh, rate sets uh, with the four drives to give just, a, frankly, a, a universe of uh, possibilities and options and how you use those four drives and, and, and the performance you get when you can combine all four drives you know, with Thunderbolt. But, yeah, and you know, we're, talking, we're talking 16 terabytes, 16 terabytes of storage in one enclosure, and it's super fast because it's, you can use uh, Thunderbolt with it. Yeah, about 900 megs a second is, uh, I think, wow. actually 895 to be precise, and that's yeah, that, that's a pretty good, uh, that, that's nothing to scoff at. And <laughs> the bottom line is that we see these as they're, 
relatively common sense products. They do what they're supposed to do. They're at a price point that you know we feel is you know, makes sense. I mean, one of the things that kind of kept us from really pushing Thunderbolt early was just a huge cost delta between Thunderbolt and Firewire, Thunderbolt and uh, even USB 3, but especially Thunderbolt and Firewire because you know to a certain point, you know Thunderbolt is great. Thunderbolt is, is sexy and all, but if you're not going to get a benefit from it, there's a significant cost you pay to have for Thunderbolt, and there's got to be a benefit. I mean, we just don't we don't sleep well at night promoting a product you know, unless there's really a, a good benefit from you know, having use of that product. So we're we're really pleased we're uh, you know, where our Thunderbolt product is rolling today. We have uh, two big PCI. I mean, the new uh, Mac Pros, of course, have no PCI slots internally. Our Helios 2 uh, gives you up to uh, 20 gigabits of throughput via uh, two PCI slots that are inside the uh, chassis uh, to any Mac Pro uh, or any Mac, for that matter, uh, iMac, Retina, whether it has Thunderbolt or Thunderbolt 2 ports uh, built into it. I could ramble on and on and on about (laughs) how to say all the things, but it's, you know, there's a place for USB 3 and there's a place for FireWire. Of course, Apple's pulled FireWire off everything at this point except for a couple of their older systems. I should say not recently refreshed uh, systems like the Mac Mini and the uh, say in the the MacBook Pro 13 inch, but yeah, it's it's it really it's with anything we try to assess need and make sure that the products that we offer you know truly fulfill uh, a need the way they should, and it's not just another interface that you pay a lot more for that gives you the same same performance that you get from something that makes a lot more sense. Right. So uh, uh, you know, in essence, unless the uh the the Macintosh that you have can only use the uh, the old ADB Apple desktop bus connectors. OWC has the upgrades that you need for your Mac, and you can find them at MacSales.com. And Larry, that number that they can call eight hundred two seven five four five seven six. And I got to correct you, actually. We still have uh, we still have memory upgrades and a couple other. Uh, how to say drives and such, even for systems that require ADB. So, <laughs> well, I meant just, not just, if it was just like for an ADB hard drive or something along those lines. You know, we still support SCSI drives. Believe it or not, <laughs> not anywhere, not, not not anywhere like we used to. But nonetheless, you know, you know, we really believe. I mean, from from day one, I mean, it's all about getting the most from technology and, right. and you know, for lack of a better way of putting it, you know, keeping good technology out of landfills. And I've long been a believer if it, if it works, it's not broken, you know, there's no reason to fix it. You know, if you got what you want, you don't need to buy a new system you know, just to get a little more speed. And you certainly shouldn't have to buy a new system just because, you know, a, a component, but you know, it's, some components are going to fail over time. And there's, sure. you know, they, after 10 or 15 years, you know, it, it's, it's not surprising, and it, it hopefully, again, there's always a time to buy a new system, and there's lots of great benefits to buying a new system, but, you know, if for whatever reason, you, you know, you, you'd like to get more out of the, the Mac you've already got, you know, there's lots of ways that, that we help you know, keep those, those older systems going, and we've got upgrades and, you know, great products for, you know, the very latest on the cutting edge as well, so yep. newer or old, you know, we've got, we've got upgrades to, to see you get the most from. <laughs> and the, the, the place to go for that is Other World Computing. Okay, Larry, we're gonna we're gonna stop this particular segment, and uh, I think tomorrow we might be talking to somebody else about a new product that you guys have that that's really really exciting. That that would be our Jupiter, and uh, it is definitely uh, you know, we're new boundaries, new new frontier. So I, I think you're gonna enjoy that. Okay, so everyone, please stand by to stand by. And we'll be right back with the last segment of Day 2 of the Macworld Expo. From in one, and you know, I, I've been doing MacWorld expos for a very, very long time. And typically, when I, I'm going down aisles and I see cases related to the iPhone or the iPad, it's kind of like roll your eyes time and like try not to make eye contact because you're just so tired of seeing cases. However, when I was walking the show floor yesterday, I happened to be passing by the in one, uh, and that's in one case.com if you want to know what their website is. 
And I saw something that made me stop in my tracks and want to come back and ask you guys about this. And they have this this really cool case. It's got tools. It has. It, it's like almost a complete tech tool case in your iPhone case. What can you tell me about this? Well, you're accurate. It's like the Swiss Army knife of iPhone cases. It has incorporated in the case eight tools, seven of which are made of stainless steel. It has a toothpick, scissors, tweezers. Yeah, but don't run with them. <laughs> yeah, don't run with them. File, two uh, screwdrivers, one's a slot, one's a Phillips, and two pens. And the cool thing about it, they're hand... Wait, wait, wait. Did you say pens? Those are like actual writing pens? Absolutely. There's a red and a black pen, and the way that you use them is you take them out of the case, flip it around, and now you have a writing utensil with your $600 iPhone. Yeah, or a potential uh, um, uh, Russian assassination tool. <laughs> no, we, we uh, reserve that for the toothpick. We call it <laughs> the, the mini stiletto here. Mini stiletto. Now, w- when I was talking to you about this yesterday, you know, my fir- the very first thought that came into my head is, well, what happens the next time I go onto an airplane? Am, am I, you know, are they going to sit there and say, oh, you know, pull me to the side and strip search me and, and force me to throw this, this nice case away? We've been taking this product through the airport for over six months now, and we've sold tens of thousands of units. It is TSA compliant. There's nothing, no issue whatsoever. Uh, the only question you're going to get going through the airport from TSA is, where can I get one? <laughs> one other thing that this case has is a built-in stand, so that that's very handy as well. On the back, there's a pop-out kickstand, so it will allow you to view video right on your iPhone. It's very handy. Pops in, clicks back into the back of the case. And uh, you've got, like, different colors, and, and I mean, just, this is, if you're in the market for uh, a new case for your iPhone, this is definitely one of the ones that you want to check out, especially if you're kind of handy and you do things with tools. This, this solves a problem I never would have thought that I would have had. Absolutely. When you need a, a, a pair of scissors or you need a pen, you don't have it. Exactly. So where can people find out more information about this case? You can certainly go to our website, which is n1in1case.com. It's available on Amazon, a growing number of national retailers throughout North America. Okay, thank you very much. My pleasure. This is Elisa Caselli. I'm talking to Paul Weber from Backbone, and he is going to talk to us about the tablet ring. Hi, Paul. Hi, Elisa. How are you? Good. How are you doing? Great. Having a good show so far? We're having a great show. So tell us about the Backbone. The Backbone was essentially a very elegant solution for how to hold an iPad. Most people try to grip the sides or they'll cradle it, when in fact it's a mobile device. You should be using this on the go, and because of slim design, there's no great way by which to hold it. The backbone is simply, it's a tablet ring. Very intuitive, elegant idea that is affixed by two magnets. One is affixed by a 3M VHP tape at the back of the tablet, or a hard case that's flat. And the other one, the actual tablet ring itself has a magnet inside. It goes right on, gives you a secure grip. It's about 20 pounds of bite, so you won't drop your tablet. And what's unique about it is, as tablets become thinner, specifically the iPad, and this is an iPad Air, they're more elegant, and why would you cover these with a pound of plastic just to protect it? This will make sure you don't drop it. It also serves as a stand. It can be made in virtually any color that's any Pantone color, and as you can see, you can brand these with any vector image you want for a brand. Okay. And how much do these cost? They're $29.95 online here at Macworld. They're $20 for one, $15 a piece if you buy two or more. Okay. And where can the listeners get more information? Uh, you can go to our website, which is thebackbone.com, T-H-E-B-A-K-B-O-N-E.com. Great. Thanks so much. Thanks, Elisa. Hi. This is Vicky Stokes from Jodisha with Drobo. And what do you have new? What do you have new in terms of enclosures? Oh, great. <laughs> well, good question. We actually just announced yesterday our Drobo 4-Bay. It's what we call it Drobo Gen 3. It's actually our third generation of the original Drobo. So okay. anybody that has a, an older Drobo, a Gen 1 or a Gen 2, they'll be very familiar with the form factor. It's four three-and-a-half-inch drives. Mm-hmm. It supports all the great Drobo features we've always had, mm-hmm. meaning you can mix and match drives at different capacities. Um, and furthermore, we, you, we allow you to upgrade those drives over time. So if you have smaller drives, you can take those out and put in larger drives. 
with the new, in fact, with the new box, for those customers that happen to have the older boxes, you can actually slide your old drives out and put it into the new box and get all of that, all the great performance and the great features that we have in our new product without having to move your data around. Do they get any kind of discount? <laughs> they actually do. We have a oh, customer great. loyalty program that's yeah. launching, so they get a $50 rebate uh, if, they, if they have uh, an older Drobo and they can upgrade a new one. This, this is Macworld, so does it time machine? Yeah, so we do have time machine support. In fact, we just enhanced our time machine support. We've always mm -hmm. supported time machine. Yeah. But what we've done this time is for those folks that don't want to deal with going in and fiddling with uh, disk utility, we actually have a user interface where you can check the box and yes. tell it how much capacity you want for backup. Okay. And then the rest of your capacity can be used for data. Okay, great. Right. So you don't have to do the, the manual partitioning. Anymore. That's right. Okay. That's right. Right. We'll do cool. that for you. You just tell us how big you want and we'll take care of the rest. Yeah, and you have all sizes from the little, you have a four bay, two bay, four bay. Well, we have we have four bays the smallest bay, we smallest. have. So we have a, a, a four bay that supports two and a half inch drives, so the small mm -hmm. form factor drives. Mm -hmm. And then we have the Drobo Gen 3, which I just talked about, which supports mm -hmm. four three and a half inch drives. And then we have the Drobo 5D, which supports five three and a half inch drives. Mm -hmm. And it all comes with your... Um, that's right, yeah. Beyond Raid. Beyond, Beyond Raid is, is uh, the, our award-winning software that allows you to, to mix and match those drives, grow your capacity over time without any downtime, yep. and also allows you to have the ability to fail a drive and have all that data rebuilt without yep. having to wait for that failed drive to be replaced. Like corporations do, you have that right in your own home. That's right. Um, unbelievable That's right. protection. And, and you don't have to worry about mm -hmm. what Raid means. We'll take yeah. care of it. Yeah. And you, I see you have Drobo apps. We have Drobo apps, yeah. yeah. So especially on our 5N, mm -hmm. uh, the NAS products, we have Drobo apps which can install directly on the Drobo. So applications like Plex, which is a media server mm -hmm. application, you can install it on your Drobo and stream your music or your music or your movies directly to your TV. Okay. I see SQL Server, all kinds of yeah, stuff. All kinds of things. Whatever, wow. Whatever you'd like to run. The, your own fact, web server. We have we have probably a dozen or so that are, are natively on there, but you can also uh, go to our community-supported apps. There's probably a hundred community support apps out there where developers just write to it. And we have an SDK, Software Development Kit. Yeah. So if anybody is interested in writing their own app, we'll give them the SDK and they can write their own apps. Sounds great. All right. Thanks, Thanks Thank a lot. So Bye -bye. Much. All right. Okay, I'm here with Roger, who is with Camino. You can find their app at gocamino.com. Oh, very quickly, what can you tell me about Camino and what is it used for? Camino is an urban discovery app. Uh, what we do is we provide user-generated walking tours of cities uh, that we source from locals and travel professionals who have a lot of knowledge that most people, who, when they get to a city they're not familiar with, wish they had. Uh, it's a free app. Uh, it's an open app, so anyone can create and anyone can ingest content. Uh, we're trying to grow the community and get as much content and users as we can on the site right now. And uh, who, who actually came up with the, with the idea for this? Was, and I guess there's not really anything else that's like this in the App Store. Yeah, actually, it was myself and my co-founder. Uh, we, the, the running gag is that we like to walk, we like to get exercise, but we don't like bears. So, you know, we wanted to be able to, to get out and walk, but also we, we're, we love to travel. So we love to see cities, and the best experiences we've had is when we're led around by locals. So it kind of all came together into us wanting to provide uh, that sort of experience for as many people as we could. So if, uh, if people wanted to find out more about the application or find the application itself, uh, how would they do so? Well, the app is in the App Store right now. You can search for Camino. That's K-A-M-I-N-O, just to make sure no one confuses it with the C word. Uh, or you can... Uh, yeah, let's not talk about the C word. <laughs> uh, or you can actually uh, go to our website at gocamino.com. Okay, thank you very much. I'm Elisa Paselli. I'm here with Jason from Bear Extender. Jason, can you tell us a little bit about your product? Oh, yes, this is our Bear Extender Edge. This is our long-range Wi-Fi booster, and it works with Macs, uh, with iPhones and iPads, as well as other Wi-Fi-enabled devices. It's similar in concept to something like an Airport Express, but it gets a much greater distance. So if you have a dead spot in your house, if you have a second building on your property, or if you're traveling, like in a hotel, this can pick up a Wi-Fi signal from a much longer range and share it with any of your devices around you so that they can all get the advantage of the Wi-Fi boost from Barrick Center Edge. Okay. And how much does that retail for? We don't have a final MSRP on it right now, but we're pushing for somewhere in the $70 to $80 range. It's coming out this summer. Okay. And where would people go to get more information? Um, they would go to BarrickCenter.com and just click on the Edge image that we have on our homepage on our Barrick Center Edge image. Okay, great. Thank you. 
Okay, I'm Julie Keel with MyMac.com, and I'm here at the SmartThings S-Dock Air, and there's another one. There's an Air, and there's two versions, isn't there? Yes, the S-Dock Air and the S-Dock Pro. There we go. These are really awesome mounting units for iPads and iPhones and iPods. And with me, what was your name again? Thomas. Thomas. Detampolo. From, well, he's... Okay, he's from Munich, Germany, and he's come to talk to us about these really, really cool um, iPod, iPad mounting devices that you can put on a wall, and they even have one that goes onto a desk. Yes. Yeah, the standard product is a wall mount, and it's a, a wall mount, a charging station, and also a picture frame. So, and this is maybe the advantage uh, it has compared to some others, because it's even nice, it looks nice when the iPad is not in. It looks just like it's got the same brushed aluminum look as the iMacs do, and it really does suit the iPads. Yeah, we like the design of the Apple products, of course, and try to make something uh, suitable. It's, it's, uh, the, the features are it's pivotable, it's lockable, you can charge it either with a cable in front of the wall or in, uh, in, you can have an in-wall charger. Uh, yeah, in the States we are have two options. There is a charger from Leviton working and also another one uh, with Cat5 from uh, VitaBox. So. so it gives a kind of a minimalistic look when it's hanging on the wall and it has some unique features that you're saying about like being able to uh, lock it in and, and you have both 30-pin and lightning bolt adapters for it as well. Uh, and there is an option if you bought uh, the 30-pin version first, there's an option to upgrade it's, uh, you can see this on our website, www.smartminorthings.com. Um, we have a small video. It's uh, a thing of t- two minutes. And then you have upgraded uh, the electronics, and it works then with the lightning connector. Sounds good. And just to be clear, too, it is one unit that holds all of these devices. It holds both an iPhone or it can accommodate an iPad. You don't need two different devices. It is one that can handle both of those. Yes, I use it personally at my home for charging all my iOS devices. Uh, So the 30-pin works with iPad 2 and iPad 3. The Lightning versions with um, iPad 4 and iPad Air. We have MFI approval for this. And it works also for the uh, compatible um, iPhones or iPod Touches. They get power uh, through our small electronics, which is in the base. And uh, as I said, you you can have the power cord. We deliver a power cord with it uh, running from USB-A to USB micro, 1.5 meter long, to have a connection to your nearest uh, outlet. Or if you like it more perfect, you can have uh, some, uh, make an installation and have a, this charger in the wall, somewhere hidden. So you don't see any cables anymore. Sounds good. And you, and you have that option, too. You don't yes. have to choose one or the other. You can just yes. if, use it one way for a while and switch it up and use it the other way if, when you make that leap. Um, what, what people are uh, astonished very often is how this... Uh, putting in and putting out works. This should, yeah, you should go to our website again. There's there's a movie uh, where we show this uh, how smooth this goes. Yeah, it is something that's probably best seen rather than described. But the best words I have for it is it operates a lot like house windows, where you push that up into the frame and then slip it down again to lock it in. So um, it's it makes it a very easy installation, easy to go in, easy to pop out. Again, it pivots, it rotates on the wall, so it's really caught my eye. I will, I will admit, I'm really kind of enamored of this. You also have a desktop model, is that correct? Yes, it's not a standard product. We have, uh, it's a, a bit in, de- in development. Um, this is made for product uh, projects, let's say, uh, because it's very flexible. It's not made in high volumes. You can have different colors, different heights, different angles. Uh, you can have it uh, turning on the on the desk. You can have an integrated card reader or integrated uh, power supply into this because it has a certain volume. This triangle either on the wall or on the desk. Yeah, when I saw that, one of the first things I thought of was uh, a lot of businesses are starting to use iPads as checkout um, 
things where you you know use your finger to sign for your credit card, and these would be perfect little uh, stands to, to do that because they do pivot and they hold the iPad securely. Yeah. So. And we, do, we didn't want to to hide the iPad. The, I mean, the iPad is so beautiful, uh, and that's also why Apple loved our product in Europe when we were there, and it sold in the uh, Apple online store, and they said, oh, yeah. First thing that hasn't a bulky shell around the iPad. It, you see the iPad, but it, nevertheless, it's securely hold. It's uh, you can lock it, as I said. Yeah. Okay. So, if people were interested in these, how much do they cost, and where can they get them? Um, we're actually just starting the business in the U.S. We uh, will be in two or three weeks on Amazon, and the prices will be uh, normally $199. We compare with perfect solutions that are integrated in the wall but nevertheless cannot pivot and uh, are sometimes ugly if you take the iPad away. So uh, this is uh, 199 for the lightning version and 169 for the 30-pin version. And here at the Macworld we have special rebates, so 159 for the lightning and 129 for the 30-pin version. Sounds good, and soon available on Amazon.com, I hear. So thank you so much. I hope you enjoy Macworld. Yes, we do. It's fantastic to be here. I'm an Apple user since 25 years. Oh, everyone will know how old I am. <laughs> so, um, yeah, since long. And Love the enthusiasm. Keep it going. Good job. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thanks for downloading this podcast. You can also find other great podcasts on the Stoplight Network like the Tech Fan Podcast, Three Geeky Ladies, Not Another Mac Podcast, the Mac Specialist Podcast, Geekiest Show Ever, the TeacherCast Podcast, the Apple Junkies Podcast, and the all-new App Minute Podcast. <laughs>